Hey everybody and welcome to the Oscar Watch Podcast. I'm your host Stephen Buja and with me as always is... Hey, it's Alex Reveal. Yeah, hey Alex, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, I'm really good tonight. Steve, how are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty well, doing pretty well. I think I may have gotten the hiccups just a, a little bit there, but we should be good on that. <laughs> uh, I think I got the hiccups partly because I was drinking water, but also because we are talking about... Uh, the one and only Schindler's List this week, and yes. uh, dare I say that is a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a doozy. It's a heavy film. It is a very heavy film. Uh, this is, I think, this is the heaviest film we have done so far, and dare I say, the first important movie uh, that has come across our. Uh, oh, I don't our, know. We did desk. have Crash that did end, end racism. Let's not forget that absolutely did end racism. It got Barack Obama elected to uh, the Illinois Senate, I think. So you yeah. know that that was Crash. That Crash was trying to be an important film, right. but Schindler, <laughs> Schindler's List is a damn important movie, regardless of what you think about it. And and we will get into that later. Uh, this is a it's it is such a uh, even now it's only been twenty three years, but it is still uh, important. Right, you just saying twenty three years is blew my mind. Yeah, it was twenty three years ago. I wow. know it was twenty three years ago. It's wow. it's crazy. It's um yeah, it's been uh, you know, it, obviously it won the best it won the best picture yeah. award for 90- or else we for nineteen ninety three or else we would not be talking about it. And it was and it's been inducted into several cinematic the national historic registry of films or something like that as a work of great american importance and as i am certain it was on many of the top 10 or 50 films of the 90s uh and probably it won every kind of award it It definitely did it won like the baftas it won the uh like a bunch of critics association awards won the globes the globes i think it won the did it win the sag award too screen actors guild it won that but yeah it definitely went all around you know a bunch of uh, afi lists uh, oh number nine on uh top 100 movies (laughs) yeah but uh it's uh yeah it's and it's a tough it's a it's a it's a tough film but it's one that i think everyone does need to see uh yeah that's the hard thing about talking about this film is that this is a story that needs to be out there the story of the of a schindler of the schindler's jews that you know that they, they the whole story from the holocaust i mean this is the kind of thing even you know how many years later is this now this is the kind of story that needs to be told to our children this is the kind of story that everyone needs to know absolutely but at the same time you're also talking about you know a piece of mass market motion picture so it's, it's hard you know it's, it's hard to mix the art and the the historical uh reasons for watching this movie versus you know the, the movie itself yeah because it's uh it's it's a movie it's a it's a it's a good movie to see it's a very hard movie to like really love like I, it's granted i okay yes i love the the technical expertise that spielberg and his team display here uh it's a it's a very well written script it's oh, shot. Let's, it's, let's it's shot uh, well. talk about what the movie is, though, before we oh, get into. I guess, yeah, for anyone okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, so, uh, do you want to? Do you want to give us a plot? Uh, a oh, plot sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, a simple thing. It's based on Oscar Schindler. It's a real, real person who's a German businessman. He uh, is played by the one and only Dark Liam Man. Mason. Yeah, Dark Man. <laughs> by the one and only Dark Man. Holy crap! What, let's talk about his career late, uh, later, please. Like this okay. is amazing, amazing. Uh, but yeah, Liam Neeson stars as a very kind of strong alcoholic womanizer, uh, German during during World War II, who uh, basically he starts off by you know taking advantage of the situation by uh, employing only Jews at his factories. Uh, because they're very cheap labor, and eventually become free to, free labor once they start p- putting them in camps. And um, it's basically about this man who's kind of torn between uh, his business and his country, and then what happens as the country just goes absolutely bugfuck crazy, and and just all these things start happening. And um, and he eventually ends up saving you know all these people by putting them in a factory that doesn't actually build anything, and. Saved what twelve hundred people, something like that. It was uh, uh, something... eleven hundred. Eleven hundred people that that uh, survived because they were kind of hands off into his thing. So yeah, like that story itself, that's that's an amazing story, and it's one of those things. Yeah, it's 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 definitely one of those things that needs to be told. Um, and then yeah, so Spielberg, of course, chose to make this movie. Cast a really, really, really amazing cast. Oh um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ben- 
Ben Kingsley is kind of the, he plays the Jewish manager inside the inside the factory, and you have Ralph Fiennes as possibly the most evil Nazi in film. I, I want to say maybe the most evil Nazi. I don't know. <laughs> that's a pretty that's a pretty noble. <laughs> oh, what's name? Uh, he, he's he's the guy. Is you know he's he's, he's just. For for sport, he's shooting like shooting people outside of his window, which looks down on the camp, and uh, you know he just he just he just uh, he just evil, just just pure evil, basically. This character, yeah, absolutely. I it, mean, is, there's no redeeming qualities to him whatsoever. He just he's just murdering people left and right just but, because. But they still they still make him nuanced enough where I I I don't exactly feel for him, but I first. I, I want I want to continue watching him, but it's right. Uh, but well, you want to understand what makes him tick. Like what what is he? Well, and, you, and then you, well, you kind of realize like like most of them, they just thought that Jews were like subhuman, that 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 they were not. You know, they didn't consider you know shooting a child or or you know putting an old man you know one armed man shooting one armed man or whatever because he can't can't uh, he's he's no use to the workplace. Uh, they didn't consider that. A, that a thing that just you know it's yeah. like some some beast that he was putting down that's yeah. that's that's the problem they didn't consider them human yeah as a, as <laughs> as oscar as oscar said when he was talking to another character that he kill uh he referring to uh ray fines killed that woman because she meant absolutely nothing to him and that's and that's the 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 mindset that this char- right. this character Eamon Gutt, uh took uh took into this movie and and fines uh Every bit the equal of uh, Neeson's in this movie yeah. in terms of acting. He's uh, he's incredible. Both of them did receive Academy Award nominations, but did not win. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's Schindler's List. It's a story of redemption. It mm-hmm. is based it is based on true story. The, it was originally uh, it was a book mm-hmm. called Schindler's Ark by Thomas Keneally that was released in the uh, in the eighties or so. And and fun fact: one of the survivors of the one of the Schindler Juden had mm-hmm. has been had been trying to make this movie f- since the '60s, and if they finally got Spielberg to mm-hmm. uh, to, to to tackle it, and and what a film emerged from this. Uh, right. I I I haven't I hadn't seen it in since high school and like and, and and not and when i say like high school i don't mean oh i saw it when i was a teenager i mean no we literally saw this movie in <laughs> high school came out. yeah yeah well it, it, it came out it came out i was 10 at the time but later right. on we they took a chunk of time oh, right. away mm-hmm. from us and we just watched the unedited version of schindler's list and that's a rough movie to show the children too it's kind of you know it's it's a it's a pretty i mean spielberg you know, in, in these movies these historical epics that he does he gets away with a lot of violence like this is one of those movies like wow is this really like i don't know back then it's like you wouldn't expect this to be an r-rated movie like so many people get murdered it's pretty pretty stark uh and you know just thinking about showing it to children's guy i wouldn't show this to my kids for a while but at the same time it, yeah it is one of those stories that they have to know about so i don't know right it's, I mean, I mean, don't show definitely no, don't show it to, to like like to your kids for for, five, for, yeah. for many many years <laughs> when they're seven. But it's it's uh, especially now that um, like even back then. It, so nineteen ninety three was that was roughly fifty years after the end of the war. So you know we still had survivors right. around, and there was a, still a first hand knowledge of the events of the Holocaust. But even then, there were people. There were people, and I call them people, but they're scumbags and they're assholes denying that the thing ever happened. And that was right. 50 years out. And now we're 70 years from the end of uh, – over 71 years since the end of World War II. And we are losing that connection to that past. And given everything that's happening in the world right now, especially over in Europe, you like a film like Schindler's List or The Pianist or Son of Saul or – any number like it's an important it's a vital thing to remember right. that this did happen mm-hmm. and that we re- guys we really can't let this happen again because right. it's it was a lot of good came out of world war Two, but this was not this was not one of the things it was uh a dark it was a dark mar- mark on the, the scorecard of humanity and and that and that's and that, and that's why and that's why spielberg 
who didn't want to actually direct this movie. He said he didn't think he was mature enough to handle the material at this time. This <laughs> Let's is, not forget this is the same year he made Jurassic Park. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, like, talk about two two complete opposites <laughs> right. on the spectrum. I mean, you can't yeah. go, you know. Yeah. He, he, the family-friendly, you know, like a summer blockbuster guy making this the heaviest possible – right? I mean, he hasn't he hasn't made anything this – this. That's by far the, the darkest. I mean, it yeah. still is, I guess. Yeah, uh, the the closest was the color purple back right. in 80, oh, that's 80, true. 85 thereabouts. That's but true. this is on a completely different level. And and so yeah, uh, so Spielberg decided he said, "Okay, I'm going to make this because the anti the, there was anti-Semitism, there was Holocaust denial happening." So he's like, I, "I'm going to make this despite wanting to give it to my friend Sidney Pollack or uh Martin Scorsese or a bunch of other directors turned it down. Uh, Scorsese said like I it has to be a Jewish director making this movie and speaking of speaking of jurassic park which did come out that year he the studio said and spielberg basically said i need to i need to make jurassic park first <laughs> because he had just made hook yeah well no because, <laughs> not because he had just made hook but because he needed to get that out of the taste of moviegoers around yeah. the world but because <laughs> but be, you know he just uh he, he he made jurassic park first because after Schindler's List, he thought he figured uh, I'm probably I probably can't make right. a, a Jurassic Park, so I'm, well, gonna, do, I'm gonna do this one first. He, so, he actually did though. I mean, that was the next thing he did, right? That was a uh, Lost yeah, World. Well, the next... Yeah, he did. He did Lost World <laughs> after that. But but uh, is... uh, but the, uh, the story goes, he was he he was shooting on location in uh, uh, what Hungary and you know, Croatia and, and all the places where they where they filmed by day, and at night he was and he was editing Jurassic Park which <laughs> that, that had yeah to how be. do you wow how do you oh, change oh man but uh, that was uh, wait, wait. yeah because they were shooting in some of the actual locations in Schindler's List they were shooting in like the actual uh, factory that, that Schindler had they were shooting in uh, one of the camps I believe uh, um, yeah uh, Ber- so, I think they were shooting in uh, they shot outside of either Auschwitz or Birkenau or, or something mm-hmm. something like that yeah. yeah which I mean I mean she's going for historical accuracy he, well, he was. Well, actually, you know what? This actually leads to one of my issues with the film. I don't know if we want to get into it right away. Um, but, sure. uh, you know, it's a black and white film, you know, three and a half hours long about the Holocaust, right? It's not the most accessible movie ever. The only people that see this are the people that are going to be really interested in it or are people that, you know, that, that are being shown it because it's it's important. Why is it entirely in English? It kind of throws me off that the actors aren't speaking the original languages. I don't know why that is. It just throws me off to see, like, you know, all the people. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. But watching this again, it just kind of throws it off for me. It makes it feel so, like, dumbed down almost. And it's like, well, why? Why is it trying to be accessible when it's already a three-and-a-half-hour Holocaust (laughs) epic that's in black and white? You're not going to make it any – just because it's in English, it's not going to be more accessible. I don't know. Something Uh, about, like – Actually, wait, hold on. You know, there was a – there was an interview – Mm-hmm. With uh, with Spielberg, that actually I think, that? that I think talked about this. Yeah, because uh, I don't. It's, yeah. like, it's like he went for his absolute historical accuracy with everything else, right? The cast of thousands, you know, everything is amazing. It just I don't know. Every why is why are they speaking English? Why wouldn't they? You know, you know. I don't. It's just so very jarring to me because they yeah. start speaking. They, they keep switching from like German commands to like English, and then like you know, I don't know. Yeah. It um, does, well, I think uh, he did. He did. He did mention this. He said that it was just. It was kind of about the because um, it was ninety three. The, the the accessibility, and he had. Right. He did actually consider shooting it in uh, Polish right. and German and all of that, but decided against it. But there are still moments uh, during the liquidation scene, uh, right. the liquidation of the ghetto, where the where the German where the Germans are speaking German, and it's right. And that, and I think that helps. The fact that that's parts in German, but all the rest yeah. is in English, helps make it seem even more harrowing because they're these. Yeah, you just don't understand. Either. They're they're barking these these words, and German's a very harsh sounding language. It just, it just sounds <laughs> no. sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, there's something. Oh yeah, originally. Okay, okay, hold on. And this is a direct quote from Spielberg from an inside mm-hmm. film. Uh, interview i had german speaking germans and Poles in Poles speaking polish only on certain occasions when i wanted to pretty much show what it was like and what it sounded like and then only to let those moments come across in english where i had to make a point uh right. yeah so do you think uh, do you think it was and the person that asked do you think it was a better decision than going with subtitles yeah i think so because i wanted people to watch the images 
not read the subtitles. There's too much safety in reading. It would have been an excuse to take their eyes off the screen and watch something else. Mm. Okay, I will actually, I will, I will cop to that. That when I, when there's a for, when a foreign language movie is on, I am, I am majority reading, oh. and yeah. the vi- the and the visual splendor of Schindler's List definitely needs to be witnessed. It is definitely a beautiful film. I mean, it's striking. The uh, the black and white. It's very you know. It's very hard to do good black and white imagery, and this is just you know. It's it's a beautiful film. It um, it absolutely is uh, gorgeous. It's, it's, you know, it, yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's it's a perfect kind of juxtaposition of you know the the images that you're actually seeing and how beautiful it is. It's definitely you know one of the, one of those one of those great. Uh, but that, that's kind of the whole film, though, isn't it? It's like black and white. It is a very black and white good versus evil film there's not a whole lot of layers i mean they try i don't know i feel like he tries to give a little bit to liam neeson but it's like you know in his heart even though he's a kind of a crappy guy uh you know like a just just absolute alcoholic womanizer um and doesn't really care about the the people and at least at first until uh later on but it, it, it is a very black and white good and evil kind of film there's no real there's no gray areas. I I, I disagree. I think there are gray yeah. areas, but we will we will get to that. We're gonna take a little break and we're gonna talk about and when we come back, we are going to talk about the films that Schindler's List had to uh, defeat in order to claim the crown of Best Picture of nineteen ninety three. So stay tuned and we will see you on the other side, folks. The last Oscar is for Best Picture, and the nominees are The Fugitive, Arnold Copelson, producer. In the Name of the Father, Jim Sheridan, producer. The Piano, Jan Chapman, producer. The Remains of the Day, Mike Nichols, John Calley, Ismail Merchant, producer. Schindler's List. Steven Spielberg, Gerald R. Molan, Franco Lustig, producers. And the Oscar for the Best Picture of 1993 goes to Schindler's List. Steven Spielberg, Gerald Molan, and Franco Lustig, producers. And we're back. Thank you, everybody. When last we left our heroes, we were uh, talking about Schindler's List. And now it's time to talk about the other films that were nominated for Best Picture in 1993. So, fake drum roll. So, Schindler's List nominated. One. One big. Uh, uh, Its competition was The Fugitive, the uh, remake of the classic 1960s 70s tv show starring harrison ford and tommy lee jones who won an oscar for the role uh in the name of the far father which i put down in my notes alex maybe you can back me up ira movie yes uh, <laughs> that is. <laughs> i think i think jim sheridan directed that who uh yeah jim sheridan who was big in the early 90s and then came, he came back with the borgias it starred daniel day lewis um and I also in my notes, why couldn't it be in the line of fire? The Clint Eastwood movie, which is great, also came out that year and was actually nominated for best uh, original screenplay. I think uh, also nominated the piano, which took a uh, best actress Holly Hunter and supporting actress Anna Paquin. She was the youngest uh, actress, I think, still to ever win an Oscar, unless somebody else did it. I don't know. It's, and fi- sure. and finally, uh, the Merchant Ivory production of. The Edith Wharton book. Edith Wharton. No, Remains of the Day. Sorry, there were a lot. There were there were a lot of costume dramas that came out that year. Piano, Remains of the Day, Age of Innocence. But so those are the other four. And Alex, I have to say, I've really only seen (laughs) The Fugitive, which is which is great. In the name of the Father, which I don't remember. Didn't see the other two. And uh, would you agree? Would you agree that 1993? It was like this was the year of Schindler's. Yeah. Oh no. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think that. Uh, yeah. Of those. Yeah. I mean. Well, first of all, let's. Can we talk about how weird it is that the fugitive is among those? I, I know. How did How did that sneak in there? I mean, what What happened? I mean, of all the. I mean, these are all kind of you know, quote unquote, important films a little bit too. You know, they're all talking about important issues, and then we have like an escape chase movie, which like you know that that's I mean, which is fine. It's a good movie. Fugitive. I think 
it still holds up pretty well. I saw it a few, a few years ago. Okay, that's that's um, good. That's good. It, uh, it spurred a, a sequel. Don't forget too. Was it, uh, yeah, oh, U.S. US Marshals <laughs> with Robert Downey Jr. Only, I think there's no there's no it. piano too. I don't I don't know. I don't. Of, I don't, there's I don't no, think so. There, there's no there's no more there's more a, remains of the day. More remains, and there's no in the name <laughs> of the mother. So you know it's real. But the, but admittedly, there's also no Schindler's List too. So I think no. the Fugitive <laughs> is really is really winning the franchise game, uh, if you will. So really. But, Fugitive won. In our, in our yeah, it, it, Fugitive <laughs> won the long game. You know, henhouse, doghouse, all that, all that stuff. Right. So, but it was clear the movie Schindler's List was re- released December like twentieth of that yeah, year. So right before, it, and yeah, it, it was like it's obvious. It is so obvious that this movie is going to win Best Picture. If it didn't, it'd be everyone would be I, asking I like, why. It's it yes. doesn't. What doesn't make yeah. any sense. But, well, and especially for what it means by by you know by by voting it, you know, what I mean, like voting it means that everyone's going to see it, and it's like like we were talking about, it is an important film. It is deserves to get out there. So yeah, if you're going to choose between that and the Fugitive, or uh, the Remains of the Day or something, you know, it, there's no there's no comparison. Of course, I think I think as far as that 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 those five, that was the, the clear choice. Yeah, I would have been very surprised. We've been very very surprised, <laughs> but. It was clear. It's very clear that 1993 was the year of Spielberg. He yeah. dominated the box office earlier in the year with Jurassic Park, which, <sighs> according to Box Office Mojo in 2014, pulled in like 985 million dollars worldwide. Yeah, it, uh, deservedly, I would the, say. Yeah, and number number two was Mrs. Doubtfire with like 450 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw that with my dad. I think on my thirteenth birthday. I think, which oh, wow. <laughs> is <Just> weird. <laughs> I don't know. And, but um, and yeah, and as you say, deservedly so. And <laughs> I'd, and uh, you know, obviously, Jurassic World pulled in a bi- over a billion dollars. But yeah, but, uh, but, but now that I think about it, it's Jurassic not that World. it's not that good of a movie. I, I no. Oh, you you were the one that actually liked it a little, right? Because I, I at I the beginning, yeah, but despise now. that movie. I, I I see no redeeming qualities in Jurassic World whatsoever. I I hated it. I hated it. I like more than any movie I've seen recently. Like <laughs> I just <laughs> Sorry, I really I really really hate that movie. It's, it's like everything about Jurassic Park with none of the humanity and none of the fun. It is all <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. A mess of a film. Absolutely. But we but we'll get to that. So <laughs> we'll get to that, we'll get that in another separate podcast, a different show yeah. about more modern movies and things Alex doesn't like. <laughs> but uh so but so Jurassic Park pulled in, uh, we'll say a billion dollars. But Schindler's List also pulled in like three hundred million dollars worldwide. It was like number and, nine at the top of the top of the you year. Can't get too many screenings in too with three and three hours, fifteen minutes. Whatever. No, you know, that's, God, a, that's, no. A, that's two Jurassic Parks. Yeah, and uh, so uh, Jurassic, um, Schindler's List won. It won seven Academy Awards. Jurassic Park won three. So this this was the most. This is the the best Spielberg yeah. year ever. He, uh, I, I did oh, a little research, and I think the, the his only other big win year was 1998, when Saving Private Ryan sure. took home five, but that didn't even win Best Picture. So, like, this is this is it. This is this is Spielberg right there. This is Hollywood Spielberg, and this is Art House Spielberg combining <laughs> forces to just dominate everything around. Then he goes on to direct The Lost World. And then he goes on to direct The Lost World. Just, <laughs> like, what? God. <laughs> Why do they always slump right after they win, right? I don't they, know. They do. I guess, he, well, you know, it must <laughs> filming Schindler's List must have taken a lot out of him. He must That's have thought, true. you know, it's, screw this. I'm going to make another Let's dinosaur make movie. movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you know, to be fair, it does have its moments, I guess. It, it definitely goes a little silly with it. It's better than Jurassic World by leaps and bounds. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I would take the San Diego sequence from Lost World over anything in, in Jurassic World. <laughs> I'll tell over the whole movie. Wow. Oh, <laughs> but uh but okay, Alex. Um what uh what else came out in nineteen ninety three? What else, oh, so many, what else so many what else good could movies. they have nominated if they wanted to? Uh I would well I uh how about Groundhog Day? Yes. <laughs> I would say Groundhog Day. I think that uh, that's one of those movies, you know, like that's you know, people consider as you know, silly comedy, whatever. Comedies never get nominated for Academy Awards, but that it, that it, probably better than most movie that year has hold has held up. I think it's still a hilarious movie. Yeah, I still watch it on. They still like stream it constantly on February second every year. I think on yep. TNT or TVS. Uh, yeah, so Groundhog Day, Dazed and Confused was that year. 
Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Oh, oh there's a confused Kamu. Yeah, uh, Miss Doubtfire, obviously. And I, I have to throw this out. Last Action Hero. I love Last Action Hero. <laughs> do you? Do you? You got opinion? Do you like it? Hate uh, it? I don't know. I never really was into it. I never. I saw it as a kid and never really. Oh. I was kind of like disappointed and never, never revisited. Maybe, okay. maybe it's time. I revisited as an adult, and if yeah. you like. Uh, meta commentary. It's it's almost it's almost kind of like the it reminds it's like an action movie version of the Dark Tower, in, okay. that, in that it's like oh it's so it's aware of itself as mm-hmm. a, it's it's really fantastic and so underrated. I'm like why do people not like this? And it also also it has Tywin Lannister as the bad guy who's amazing. <laughs> He's so amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So last action hero, That's, Nightmare Before oh, Christmas. That, I was just gonna say that that uh, which actually got nominated for best of. Effects, I want to say, but uh, some, you know, oh yeah, yeah, best visual effects, but uh, unfortunately lost out to Jurassic. It came out the same year as Jurassic Park. I mean, it had no hope. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you yeah, gonna I do? mean, Jurassic Park's effects still hold up to this day. I feel absolutely. Uh, well, so although, so few of them are actually CGI. Right. Which is, yeah, which that's true. That's the trick, right? You, it is clever use of both. Uh-huh. But uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, that 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 movie. I mean, just think about it. Like Hot Topic would have never existed if it weren't for Nightmare Before Christmas. Or any of Tim Burton movies, really. He single-handedly funded that that whole. Is are they still around? I don't know. Actually, I, I maybe they died out dude, ever I since he I, started making garbage. Oh, speaking of, man, I haven't been to a mall in made, years, and yeah, I yeah. haven't been to a Tim Burton yeah, movie. Tim Burton in a while. movie, hopefully. I probably the last movie, good movie he made was what? Uh, big oh, fish. Crap, big fish. That was definitely his last big one. Yeah, I'm t- I'm, last although one. I'm told, is it Bright Eyes or Big Eyes? Uh, the Eye movie, right? like that was yeah, that was him. I hear that was okay, and it was wary. Oh, I I hate I hated Alice in Wonderland, and (laughs) just can't imagine they made a sequel to it. (laughs) Nobody else can apparently uh, either because nobody saw it. (laughs) Uh, What else came out? Oh, a Bronx Tale, which is kind of a formative movie for every Bronx youth like me. It's one of those things like because everyone knows that uh, that street and everyone knows these stories at least. yeah, Bronx Tale. I don't know. I feel like I, cha- I actually saw Chaz Palminteri's uh, one-man show that he he um, he brought back to Broadway. Do you know it's based on a one-man show? What? Chaz- no. Yeah, Chaz, Palm- what? Ch- Chaz what? wrote it based on his. You didn't know this? It's amazing. Chaz wrote it based on his childhood. It's all about real people from his neighborhood. It's it's like all like real stories. Oh my god! And he made a one-man show about it, and it was on it was on Broadway. Uh, or actually, I don't know if it was on Broadway originally, but then he brought it back years years later. I saw it. I don't even know how many years ago it was now. Um, they he brought it back and it is amazing. He does the whole film. I mean, it's it's a, the film is very faithful to what he does, but um, he is he's amazing in it, uh, both in the film and and the one man thing. But uh, yeah, I do I do love the Bronx Tale. See, folks, you learn something new every week here on Oscar <laughs> Watch. I I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Overall, nineteen ninety three. That was a good year. Yeah. That I Carn- mean, Carnosaur. Carnosaur, absolutely. There was, <laughs> This was the year I first started like really loving movies. Jurassic Park was uh, that was a transcendent oh, yeah. experience for me, and yeah. so and that's why I liked movies. And that's probably it's probably why we're doing it today. So it's uh, you know Spielberg's year. Thank you, thank you, uh, Senor Spielbergo, for uh, for oh. gifting me this uh, passion for for watching and loving cinema. I don't oh, yeah, I, I gotta give. A- I, oh, sorry. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, nope, that, that, that was it. That was it. You I, I, special sh- I did. <laughs> sorry. Your heartfelt, your heartfelt letter to Spielberg. I just, I just trod upon. I'm sorry, Steve. <laughs> uh, he's gonna, he's gonna never listen to this now. All because of me. <laughs> I apologize. I want all, all because I wanted to talk about Adam's family values, uh... <laughs> which. <laughs> Unfairly, like that's that's a movie that should be listed whenever they talk about like mo- sequels that were better than the original. Adam Family Values. I'm telling you, that's one of those movies that that it's it does whatever the first one does and just perfects it. It's a really funny movie. Yeah. I, I revisited those like a couple years ago. They're both pretty amazing, and and I don't know why they don't they're not as well loved. I feel like almost. Uh, but, it's I haven't seen it since it came out. So oh I, yeah, yeah. Check know. it out if you can. Adam Family Values is hilarious. Okay, okay, but that's 1993. <laughs> Uh, it's a, de- a pretty decent year. Yeah. Got, yeah, got, some, got some good stuff. Schindler's List won it all. Schindler's, uh, we'll just go over. Schindler's List won seven Academy Awards. Yeah. Uh, best Picture, obviously. Best Director, Spielberg's first. He's won two. Adapted Screenplay by Steven Zalian. Uh, 
cinematography, obviously, by uh, Janusz Kaminski. This is actually their first uh, real collaboration together, Spielberg and Kaminski. They go on to basically shoot everything together. Uh, John Williams won original score and also got art direction and film editing by the great Michael Kahn, also a longtime Spielberg collaborator. And uh, so, Alex, we've been talking about the movie. We talked about all the other movies that came out, all the movies it uh, it beat. And now I think after this little, tiny, teensy little break that we're going to have, it's time to talk about Schindler's List. So join us, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk about the Holocaust, and it'll be it'll be a time. We want the, we want them back, Steve. <laughs> don't, 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 don't tell. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you in in a little bit. back to the podcast ladies and gentlemen okay the time has come we're going to be discussing schindler's list and just to be forewarned yes it's a 20 year old movie but there are spoilers ahead so take just just listen in alex so tell me (laughs) yes schindler's list what are your thoughts on it i i like it i don't love it it may seem really? strange. I, yes, I, I think it's a good film. I just, the way he goes about, I don't think it accurately, I don't think it does what he, he wants it to do. I think he wants it to convey the horrors of the Holocaust, and I don't think it's the best film that does that. I don't think it focuses on that too much. It seems way too focused on the fact that, on the actual list itself, and mm-hmm. getting people on the list, then it kind of glosses over the fact of what they're going through, I guess, the, the people I feel like in a way. I mean, it, it's kind of silly to say in a movie where people are getting shot in the head left and right <laughs> where all these crazy things are happening. And I just, I, I, it's got that kind of like Spielberg, like schmaltz to it that kind of ruins things for me. I don't know. Like the whole thing with the girl, girl in red, there's this little girl that shows up in, in, uh, in the movie. It's the kind of the first time that, uh, Schindler sees a, a, a child and, and or anybody that, that he really looks at differently than anyone else. And mm-hmm. it's this girl that's red, the only red image in the whole film. And it looks like one of those like awful wedding photographs <laughs> where, where the, the, the uh, you know, the, the, the red roses and everything else is black and white. And they think it's really cute and it's not. Uh, but uh, no, no, but in the film, it, it works. It works as uh, it works as uh, like, you know, just highlighting him finally, like realizing like one of these people, one of these people actually is people, I think. And then, like, you know, you actually obviously see the, the, the corpse of the girl still in red uh, being on, on a wheelbarrow. But I don't know. That just that, like, that kind of thing, it just so, it's so cheesy to me. I don't know. Something about it just, just kind of ruins the mood. Like, for example, like what we talked about briefly last week about the Band of Brothers. Uh, we were talking about Band of Brothers a little bit. We there's, an episode, there's an episode about uh, of the ninth episode of the Band of Brothers where why they we run a, Why We Fight amazing amazing powerful hour of tv where they they come across a, a, a concentration camp and they don't know what to make of it that does more to, that that one hour does more to to explain the horrors of the holocaust and what these people went through than the entire film of schindler's list i feel it feel like it does a better job of of, of showing the, the strife that these people went through and and the reaction, like the like actual reaction from real people it feels real i don't know something about schindler's list just feels so forced to me i don't know it's it's a very hard film to get through, and it it like it's it, like I said, it's an important movie. That's the thing that, that drives me crazy. It's like this is it is an important movie, and it is it is beautiful movie. It just it just doesn't it doesn't stick with me. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of it. If it were if it were about anything else, if it were about real events, basically, I don't think I would ever watch this again. You know, I would kind of forgotten about it. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, lots to uh, lots to unpack there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do. I will. I will definitely agree to you. I. I too saw uh, why we fight uh, during during the Memorial Day marathon, and I was visually. I felt visually stirred by the forcefulness of them coming across the concentration camp. And yes, I will definitely say that hit me more. But um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think back to what uh, yeah. to, to, uh, to, uh, to what you said. I do. Uh, 
I think if 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 this were just about the horrors of the Holocaust, then it a it wouldn't be it it would be a it would be a good movie. It'd probably be more like a documentary, and it would be so numbing right. that it wouldn't it wouldn't work. I think this is a this is the this is one of the only ways Spielberg could tell a movie about the Holocaust without it becoming an actual documentary. Like he and Janusz Kaminski, his director of photography, they wanted to shoot something akin to a documentary, but while still having to retain that human element. Because I mean, after all, like. Um, Schindler is he's a very Spielbergian hero he's got some flaws but he ultimately does do the right thing in the end and so that's mm-hmm. that's the latch that's the hook that Spielberg grabbed onto and if you're gonna show me horrors for three hours like I'll just go yeah. watch Sallow or something like <laughs> or something other that's just so yeah brutally sadistic well, towards its audience and its and its its actors and characters that mm-hmm. it would just beat me into submission and that i don't think would have as much power as as a film like schindler's list and yes it is it is absolutely schmaltzy i do get that at the end uh the yeah, his, his, his end his end speech is so right it's so emo- emotional but it's very old hollywood too it's like that old you know yeah the moral it's, it's similar he talks to all the all the freed um all, the, all all his um all his workers before they're when the wars ended and they're all going free and he has a big moment where he breaks down and, and you kind of realize what he's done i guess um i, I will admit yeah. i do i'm a i am a big sucker for those scenes uh, my, like of those scenes where people like all of their armor has come down and they're admitting something, it really touches me. Or like where they're losing something, like what? Like I'm a, I'm a blubbering mess when uh, Tom Hanks loses Wilson because he's just mm. so he's so powerless, and mm. I I can I can feel that in I can feel that I can also feel that in Oscar he felt like he was so powerless and he should have done more. He could have done more, but he he just. He gave, he gave he gave everything he could, but he still came up short, and I I, res, I respect him for that. But I understand that that could be Spielbergian. It's like yeah. very 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 melodramatic. It's like a Frank Capra movie on with you know violence and headshots. Mm-hmm. But if you know what, I think the rest of the movie is actually very. It's not that it's not it's it's very not Spielberg. I found I found it to be like almost. It was documentary, like uh, clinical. Oh. It, 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 it has it's all it. odd handheld. I think it started right. He yeah, a little yeah. Of it started, the, that's the, when he the, really started experimenting with that, and then then went on with, of course, the same by Ryan to uh, it's yeah. amazing use. Um, the beginning um, of that. Um, absolutely amazing use. Yeah, uh, and so I think it's if any movie deserves a like a a minute long speech and uh, or like <laughs> a, or like a scene where you know he gives a speech and then they give him a ring and it's touching and beautiful like it's it's this movie we have because we have been through the ringer and come out the other side and these guys have survived and we should there should be a there can be a grand gesture like that and i'm but again i am a sucker for grand (laughs) gestures like that but don't forget that's actually not the real ending the real ending is is when he's like just like you know what forget it let's just make a documentary and has the actual it shows the actual survivors it's when the when they come up and they that's um, true it's real footage yeah it's it I mean, he kind of like abandons all pretenses at that point and just says you know what we're gonna show the we're gonna make sure that you know that these are real people which it's like okay i i get it and it's it's a it's powerful i get that but it's it does it need to be there i don't know he had a i feel like it's a it's a real trouble sticking the landing here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, I mean, it's a movie scene. It's all, all the, you know, how many thousands of descendants of, uh, of the people that survived this, this, uh, this camp because of him, uh, showing up to his grave and putting, uh, rocks on the grave. Um, and it goes on and on and on. And it gives you a little, uh, little insight into how many, how many Jews were saved and how many, you know, the more Jews are saved than, than exist in Poland today, period, you know, which is, which is just absolutely insane. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Something about it just, it just, it, it, it's a little eye rolling to me. It's just a little, it, it, it's as awful as that sounds. I don't know. It's, it, it definitely, um, I feel like he doesn't know what he's doing, but I agree with you. Some parts during the movie do feel like a documentary. And I feel like those are the best, those are the strongest parts where you're not sure what's going on, where it just like, just kind of the horrors of war. I feel like he's better with that than with the people in this film, the people themselves, I feel like I was kind of bored whenever there was uh, any of the relationship stuff, to be honest. 
Really? Oh. Yeah, I was not not really. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Liam Neeson. Uh, Liam Neeson. I like his character. I just I don't know where he's going with it a lot of the times. Um, I mean, I, I guess that's kind of. Uh, I guess that's kind of the point because nobody really does know what his actual his uh, motives were. That's true. All. Uh, uh... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and, and I, I assume we did a lot of the same research, but yeah, all of the survivors, even um, Schindler's uh, soon-to-be ex-wife, said mm-hmm. never they never they never knew exactly That's why disgusting. he did it, and it doesn't it doesn't come across it 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 never it's never explicitly stated between Schindler and his accountant, right? Uh, played by wonderfully, oh, just oh, absolutely wonderful, by, great, by, King, by Ben Ben Kingsley, and which by the way I, I wrote down. In like almost any other movie, I think Ben Kingsley's character would be the star. Would be the star, but there's no be the hero. But there's yeah. no, but there's no, there's no real conflict. Like he's a good guy, oh. and yeah. what the what the story is about? It's about this guy who is not necessarily evil so much. He's just opportunistic. He's sort of morally neutral. Mm. Be be, be turning, uh, using his re- his resources and his his abilities to become good some, somehow right and ben, ben king's character is amazing in that that oh, every time he has an interaction with with uh Liam Neeson's character with uh with uh schindler he he has that kind of you know he doesn't really know how to do it because it's a kind of, you know thing if he said one wrong word he could have been killed anyone's sure what kind of person he was so there's a lot of like trepidation and it's a really interesting performance because of that because there's a lot of you know kind of uh talking and you know different he's talking around what he really wants to talk Right. Uh, talk about a lot and so they they have a great i feel like their relationship is one of the strongest things in the film actually um because they have such a weird interesting relationship that ends up you know being kind of but i don't know uh, the, the ray finds the character i can understand what his purpose is there for it's to show you know how how cold and uncaring everyone was but you know i don't know it's something about it i don't know something about it just, just turns me off all right uh <laughs> Okay, I I I like I'm definitely on the opposite. Like I think I I think I may actually love this movie. And Ray Ray Fines is a great, like he's definitely like it's a film of uh it's okay it's a sim it's a simple it draws a simple moral uh compass uh ju- moral juxtaposition. It's yeah. because it's Spielberg. Spielberg, you know he, <laughs> he this is not going to be a complicated film like son of saul for instance which is about the Soden commanders the the jews who helped the nazis dispose of the bodies in the death camps it's 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 a it's a bit more palpable than that but so it's so it's it's a comp it's a complex issue made simple for mass consumption and i get that but it's it's still it could you know juxtapositions they're an easy they're a simple safe way of drawing parallels it's a it's a time it's a time-honored uh literature storytelling tactic but it works uh and spielberg i think i i, I it's, he, spielberg he's very good at it. he's a bit on the nose sometimes for instance when the uh the i think the nussbaums are being evicted from their house mm. and schindler's moving in and they draw parallels and like oh like how could it be any worse how could it be any worse and, and schindler's and like oh it couldn't be any more perfect and like yeah. it, that's a little on the nose but you definitely you you i get the sense between oscar and amon neeson's neeson's and uh and finds that they're they're kind of two sides of the same of, of, of the same coin yeah it's yeah oscar, i mean oscar could be that character like he, yeah he, he could he, he could, could easily have been he could easily work those people to death yeah. you know he, each, he easily could have been yeah he, each, he was allowed to be yeah each of them joined the nazi party as for an opportunity uh it actually f- fun fact the history of uh schindler actually helped the third reich invade Poland. I think he helped stage a false flag attack by the Polish. It was, did he? Yeah, it was, it was weird. But uh, so yeah, he did. That. But he, so he joined. He joined it because he joined the Nazi Party because he was not. He was a member. He was. He was a member. He joined it because it would allow him a great opportunity. He saw this. He saw this war as a way to get rich. He has a big speech about it. It's a very good single take speech. It's very lovely. Neeson delivers it great. And on the other hand, so he, he wants to, he's, he's there to exploit, you know, exploit suffering. Uh, 
Amen is there to inflict suffering. He is he he's one of the he's one of those people that you hear about joining the army because it's the only way they can legally kill people. Yeah, and that's, that's a guy. <laughs> and boy, does he ever! He uh, it's what makes uh, Gert Gert Amen mm-hmm. so uh, so such a chilling character to me is yeah, he's 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 evil, but he's not he's not like mustachio he's not, yeah, yeah he's not playing he's just he's it's so it's that cold uncaring evil like yeah. the fact that he just shoots people and gets on with his day yeah like he's just shooting people out of the and his wife too is in the in bed like oh or, yeah, God, yeah, he's yeah. His, people his, again his girlfriend oh. or something and, and, yeah. like, and like he shoots them he gets up he shoots them and then, shooting, and then and then in the camp randomly yeah, yeah and then he goes to the bathroom like <laughs> like right. i don't know about you but like one of the first things i do in the morning is i go to the bathroom i don't just like oh i'm just gonna shoot i'm gonna shoot two people and then i'm gonna go piss no that's not that's not the way it is and so he's it's chilling because of it's random and because it's so banal that's that's what this that's what this movie helped me realize is that there is a banality of evil to the holocaust that you don't always get because you know you're fr- you're o- you're overwhelmed with these ta- with these personal and heartbreaking and they are totally valid and just excruciating stories of survival and all the death they witness but when you look at it from the other side like it was like there's a list motif in the in this movie that it's the the final solution just seemed like it was a bunch of fucking paperwork it was a logistical nightmare just to do all yeah. of this like, what do you stuff. do with all these all this murder like how do you get rid of all these but that's what it became it, it that, became a thing it, like just we got to get rid of all these i mean uh it, it, going back to band of brothers that was the story of uh you know like we ran out of bullets we just left the sick and the dying yeah. and uh because we ran out of bullets it was oh god what you know what paperwork what what a, what a trouble you know right it just eventually becomes that which is you know, oh, which god. which is even more terrifying right just because you're like you you want there to be some it you want there to be some passion there, but right, it, some like, reason, some, some some reason. But no, there's just yeah, this no. is, we're just doing this, and you know we're following orders, which we, you know which we can't, which is a not not a good excuse anymore for for anything. It's it's so like that's dehumanizing. They're like, okay, we you know the list, the the titular list saves people, but all these other lists they ship them out to the camp remember there was a big scene where there are a lot of list scenes <laughs> yeah there's a lot of list, there's a scene where uh stern played by ben's kingley he like forgets something and gets put on a train right because he has paperwork he gets, he he gets have... uh train going to our, our camp i believe yeah and well, uh well, and schindler shows up in the, in the nick of time yeah just the nick of time and but this like long, young, young little you know pissant of a guard is like well his name's on the list his name's on the list because right. that's, that's the the end all be all and well yeah. it's out of my hands now but schindler yeah. schindler wines and dines his way through it which i which 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 going back to the beginning i have to say schindler's introduction to this movie <laughs> oh it is a God, really good oh it's yeah. it's fantastic he like he, it lays out everything about this character yeah <laughs> it's all facade that's the thing it's like a, it, he even talks about it in that great speech where he talks about um what he's about he's always about the presentation he doesn't know how to run the business that's all left up to Ben Kingsley's character. He's about the presentation. Yeah. He can get he can get whatever we need to you know sneak around, and that's all the beginning. It's all presentation. It's him putting on his little Nazi party uh, pin and his and his buttonhole and his you know like you know whining and dining. It just and just it just uh, schmoozing. Yeah, and, uh, he's he's a great schmooze. He's, oh, he's a great con, he's a great con man, grifter. And if he were alive today, you know what? He'd be running for the Republican uh, pres- <laughs> pres- pres- presidential primary because well, depends on how much money he had. Yeah, which oh, yeah, it, it's he's not he, get to that. We'll get real depressed. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> more, we'll get more, more so depressed than, uh, because it's happening right now. It's oh. happening to us. Yeah, but now, uh, so you you say it's a it's a black and white movie. I say there are some grays here. It's not as gray as as I think Spielberg was going for. But there, I I like I like Schindler's arc a lot in this movie. I get it. I understand it. I like how it's it's subtle enough for me that it's not just like and now oh and by yeah, the way kids yeah, now I'm like gonna help this. Thing. It's it's yeah. it's it's a lot of little things. It's a lot of little it's interactions. Lot of, like it is the little girl in the red dress, and it is like him realizing uh, uh, Emmett David's character. You know what's going on with her. Um, yeah. so, uh, 
Oh, just realized that. and Beth David also had Army of Darkness this year. <laughs> she oh, had a pretty good year too. <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Um anyway, but uh yeah, no, it's uh just you know, just a lot of little things and there is no moment where he's like, you know what, I'm gonna save these people, kind of, you know. He doesn't he doesn't do that. So yeah, yeah that that I appreciate that. I appreciate that it didn't try to stick a, you know, this is the right thing to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna do you know, like he there's no moment where he like has a realization and reveals all to us. We don't yeah. really know his motives and I kind of I do like that about the film. I I do like that the whole movie, you're like, what is what is with this guy? What is he doing? What and and then you're kind of concerned too, because especially with Ray Fine's character, you're you're seeing like you know what can happen to a person, like we said, but uh, you're almost worried that he's gonna turn into that kind of thing too, or wondering why he didn't. Mm. I th- uh, because I think I think he didn't because he had Ben Kingsley there. He was he was sur- and he was surrounded by all of all of these people that he started be uh, to see as human beings despite everyone you know his government yeah. saying that he's not now, like, um, it's really i think it's a movie about empathy it's about learn it's about how you empathy it's you know yes it's, there's inborn empathy but it's also you, it can be learned and it's but right. it's not learned overnight it's one where you can start seeing the humanity in other people you can see their lives and their struggles and you hear about their stories and about how you know, this woman's parents are, you know, they're they're off in uh, Russia or something like that, and they're scared. And could you bring them here? And it's about appealing to the the humanity in in all of us in this character. And I can absolutely see why Spielberg would take this movie over anything anything else because it's 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 really it's a at the end of at the end of it, it's really kind of uplifting. <laughs> Really, I'm like yes, like horrific, horrific things, uh, horrific things happen. But it's I don't know. It's it. like one of those like glimmers of hope in in a horrible situation thing. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's uplifting. I mean, like you know, it just it does still tell us how many people died. I mean, like you know, ninety percent of all Jews in Poland or something like that. Poland, something, yeah, you know. they're gone. They're um, it's you know, I don't I don't know how uplifting that is. I mean, but you know, it's at the same time I understand what you say. There's always there's always hope kind of thing. There's always chance for people to do good. Um, yes. And maybe you're right. I think actually maybe you're touching on something really smart there with the with the empathy because it is all about you know reaching out to other people, seeing that you know they're in, you know the whole you know we're not so different you and I kind of thing. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I yeah I I get it. And I I there are moments. I mean, there's some really incredible, powerful movies. I don't know. It just never stuck with me. I guess. I feel like other other films have done the. I, maybe I'm thinking of it too much of the Holocaust film. Maybe that's my problem. I want to. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of it too much of, of that, and it's really not so much as that. It's more about his. It's it's more about Schindler's journey and it's Schindler's list. It's it's more about him, uh, his personal journey than than the the war itself, which is yeah. maybe what I find so weird though. Maybe because I, I feel like maybe you like you got to start. I almost want to start screaming about like pay attention to all this craziness going on and i feel like they're, they're, it does kind of jump over big parts like i find like they it kind of like when they he finally brings them to the factory at the end uh they have the part where they're they're having a uh, um shaba and they're, mm-hmm. they're 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 celebrating with the candles and then they're like you know they have the um the guy who almost died um the hinge maker uh yeah, you know yeah. he's telling them eh, don't don't worry about doing that you know and uh well, when he's making munitions and then you find out that they they never made anything and it jumps to like you know how many men, months later the war's over it's like wait a minute where these people how are these people living during that time were they were they were they allowed to do all their their you know their their customs or were they were they free at that moment what happened there we don't know because <laughs> it's completely skips over the fact that you know during these 7 months they were apparently free people i mean inside a camp no, well I, I i don't i don't know if they were free they were they were safe people I, right they were safe they were, but, they, I, but they weren't I think, working they were they were i mean the, the fact that just the fact that he allowed them to light the candles and you know to do their their, their religious ceremony that that's i mean he could have gotten killed for that uh, so you know, like, like, what were they doing? What was the life like? I don't know. I feel like that, that part was kind of jumped over, and it's kind of weird in a long movie like this. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine with that jump. They, 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 yeah. they, like, no, they, uh, they established that. The, okay, the the Jews were safe. They were they were working, so yeah. to speak. They See, were, they were producing anything, and they were and they were they were in you know that scene where they were at the 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 Shabbat. They. Mm-hmm. That they were able to do some of their some of their customs, and obviously they were still in war, and I'm sure they were, you know, they were taking that into account. But they, mm-hmm. it was they found uh, they found uh, they found a happiness for them, and but mm-hmm. and, and seven, seven months before then, like it was like I think everyone knew that things were winding down. The guards are yeah. all the old men or the young boys 
who because there's nobody left right. really to to guard them. So it's probably it's probably much easier at that point. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, but oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> okay. about oh, this is a, by the way, this is a movie you will not get laid after. I will. Just... <laughs> uh, probably. This is one of those movies. Like, there's, a, there's a list of movies that you know you will not not. Uh, it's unless you're unless you're Seinfeld, I guess. Didn't he? Wasn't he making out during Schindler's List? Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, unless you're Seinfeld, don't watch this and expect any action. <laughs> not that you should. Be, not but that you should. should I'm just, I'm just, I'm relating my personal experiences. That, oh, that's... okay. Well, that's. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um... very disgusted wife. <laughs> well, anyway. we, well, we, well, we both married uh, insanely wonderful uh, Jewish girls. Yes, so I can, I can only, <laughs> I can only imagine why she was upset. I just, no. I, I just, I just, I just don't know. But um, that's it. But yeah, the, beyond that, it's uh, like. I was I was actually I was actually shocked. I know we're running out of time. I was actually shocked by like I remember this movie being more harrowing. Like there there are still some harrowing things. The, the that scene with the the hinge maker and the gun mm-hmm. jamming that's like oh yeah like, yeah oh, he, 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 this guy is uh, single <sighs> out because he's not making a hinge fast enough and and uh, yeah Ray Fine's character he just uh tries, points a gun to his head and just just tries to shoot him in the head uh, and it, and with keeps, two guns it, it, yeah and he keeps. Cocking it, keeps, it keeps and it just and it just jamming. And it's like, it's like, like, it's like <gasps> and and it's it, yeah, it's that that is oh, that scene is is yeah. ins- absolutely insane. It's yeah. a oh. really powerful scene. Oh, it's tense. Uh, the, the 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 fake shower scene. Uh, yeah, I was going to point there, but see, I think that that's another example of a Spielberg because they plant that seed. Right. No, but that's the Spielberg moment. That's that's the official right. Spielberg. Yes. You know, twist exactly. irony so, so, thing. There's that's, there's a there's he's a, allowed let's, to have that. People, let's tell people. That, yeah. There's a, there's the there's a well. First, there's a there's a uh, the women's camp, they're they're talking. Is it that's not Auschwitz at that point? Is it? No, they're uh, no, they, no, 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 pl- uh, Plage, Plagenau, Plage, Plage, so it's, but, uh, it's, it's um, the work camp, the work yeah. Camp. So, so they, they're being told that uh, that the that they're getting put into the showers and, and gas, and then one of the one, uh, and no, everyone thinks she's crazy, nobody believes her. And then, of course, you know, a few, you know, I don't know how much longer later, uh, there is a scene where they get put into the showers, and it's it's terrifying. They're all naked, they're all put into shoved in the showers, they close the doors, and they're looking up at the shower heads, and it's it's yeah, it's one of those scenes. It's just it's horrifying. It's a really, really scary scene. And then it's, it starts. Water rains down on them, and they all have their moment. And they're all laughing, and and you know, like like feeling silly that they almost died, almost kind of way yeah. relieved. And and you know, and, and like of course that one's gonna happen. But it is a very Spielberg moment. It is a very, you know what I mean? It's right. a very predictable. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I I imagine when I. When I first saw that, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, are we are we really going here?" And then it was like, <laughs> "So I so I, I was along I was along I was along the ride with those with those with those women." Yeah, because I mean, he does he definitely doesn't uh, shirk from any of the other horrific moments where he just you know just killing people, just shooting people left and right um, for for yeah. various time minor infractions. Or the, there's that a crazy scene where there's that the night raid when the, when they um, I forget the, the name of the day that they did it where where they just started raiding homes and just just killing. Oh. Taking everyone yeah, out, yeah. Uh, the, when they were liquidating the Krakow ghetto, that was right, uh, right. That, that was brutal. Uh, but for me, for me, and I can't speak from the same experience. But there was a scene when they were leading the kids away, and all the parents were rushing after them. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I only have yeah. nieces and nephews, and I was like, "Oh my god, my heart's my heart's dropping out of my chest right now." So I can only imagine, did that affect you at all? Yeah, no, that's definitely yeah, no, that's definitely one of those moments where, yeah, that that sealed my fate later on in the night. Let's say, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one of those. No, it's it, yeah, no, that's that's a great moment where 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 the, the the mothers are overcome and just cannot stop themselves from just running out, and they're they're all getting some of them are getting shot uh, just because they're watching their kids being carted away yeah. on uh, on trucks. I mean, I, no, yeah, that's that's one of those like just pure nightmare scenarios. I can't even you know begin to imagine. Yeah. So, see, that this is, I think, my issue with the film is I find the the personal stories of what what the people went through so much more interesting. Or you know, interesting is maybe a bad word, uh, but so so much more uh, fascinating. Yeah, that's something that needs to be delved into more. Maybe I feel like I'm more. I want I want to spend more time with them if I'm going to spend this much time and find out what happened to them rather than you know this guy who's living in luxury and stuff like that. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> 
But, but anyway, I, I mean, I, I would agree. You know, it is an. Imp- I, I still feel like it's an important film. It's an important story. It, it's you know, even with my reservations about it, I think it's still a good movie. I think it's. I, I, I really. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing it again for you know for what it was. How much you, <laughs> however much you can enjoy watching Schindler's, <laughs> you know, and not yeah. like yeah. Um, but but yeah. So uh, um, I I definitely I think the Academy did did well. I, I don't think they could have made another decision. Although you know, perhaps Jurassic Park would have been a better. Uh, hey, ten-year-old me would have been so excited. About I mean, that. as far as like a perfect film, I think I don't think you do much better than Jurassic Park. I, I, I still feel it's like possibly the perfect like adventure, action adventure flick, summer flick. Uh, it's 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 up there. It's it's still it's still fantastic even to this yeah. day, man. It's yeah. just wonderful. <laughs> but uh, all right, not have... an Oscar Oscar kind of film. It could be if Mad Max's Fury Road is a is an Oscar That's... kind of film, then. God damn it, the Jurassic fu- Park. The fugitive is. Yeah. The, fu- the, fugitive, yeah. the fugitive, really? Come on. All right. So, uh, so Alex, you think uh, you think the, the Academy did good despite I, I reservations? Think yeah, I, despite reservations, I, I think they did good. I think of all the of all the choices that they had to make, they made the they made the best one. They made the best one. All right. I will I will I will agree with my my compatriot here saying that yes, the Academy made the right choice. I think also given given the field of films, the ones that have survived and become a part of pop culture oh, yeah. and it's history like it's 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 this is clearly they made the right choice in terms of best picture of that year and in terms of like the legacy of of the films yeah but, uh yeah it's um it's Schindler's list it's it's beautiful it's horrific sometimes at the same time like some yeah. like some of the violence is like gory but like still visually arresting there's a lot of uh spurting uh um What's it called? Um, Squibs. Oh my Squibs. god! Squibs. Squibs. Yeah, very, very many. Uh, this is before CGI, so it's it's much more uh, brutal. You see blood spurting out of people's heads. Would you see? I mean, how many times that happened? I mean, it's oh, it's, it's god. pretty often. Yeah, it is. It's 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 very brutal, but uh, I think a very it's a very great film. But also, do check out Band of Brothers. Uh, yes. All of it, especially episode nine. Just it's. You know, it's, it, series, yeah, yeah, it's one. It's a wonderful series. It's produced by Spielberg, so we're allowed to talk about because we're talking about Spielberg. And, you know, <laughs> and I, I can't wait till we get to our Saving Private Ryan uh, episode because I, w- I would love to revisit that as well. I mean, um, you're, you mean the Shakespeare in Love episode? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it! I mean, that's, <laughs> I that's what I meant. Because that, oh god, that's oh god. Duh, I didn't, you made. <laughs> I didn't remember that, and now oh, you ruined my oh. night. Okay, well, uh, Alex, <laughs> I think we have come to the time oh, in yes. this where bring up the dice. Shall we? And, shall uh, we? Yes, we shall. Ladies Not and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, if, you, uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, we determined the, uh, the next movie that we were going to watch by a roll of two ten-sided dies. We, uh, we roll the number, and if the number is between 1 and 88, we watch whatever, uh, whatever movie won for that particular Academy Award uh, show. What number, so, number best picture, yeah. Yep. So, uh, so uh, yeah, let's let's see what we got. Without further ado, we got seventy nine. Oh, we are seventy nine. We're all the way up. Oh, cream. Wait, no, that's not cream. No, uh, no. seventy nine. It's the departed. The departed. The departed. Sorry, excuse me. The all right. Depa- all right. Okay. Geez, we're going all new, new with these dice. Come on, dice. Come on, dice. Let's, let's, let's um, do some old. But okay, the departed. When's the last, when's the last time you saw the departed? Ah, I think it was a uh, two thousand six guy. <laughs> no, you're from. You're oh from yeah. That area. Oh, oh, dude, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna be talking in my Boston accent. Episode. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, this wicked pizza. <laughs> Talk about the socks, baby. 2004 ALCS best games ever. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. We're, we're talking. Find, uh, so week. next week you're gonna have a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. No. Um, Steve, but yeah, it's no, Stevie uh, from Southie. <laughs> oh, can we? Have you seen Infer- Infernal Affairs? I have not. Should, uh, I should probably should watch that, that. Maybe let's make that our. Yeah, you should watch that as well. We should watch both of them. I don't know if you'd be able to watch two movies, but uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a yeah. It's a, we'll talk about it more next week. But uh, it is a remake. Uh, the Departed is a remake of, a, of an excellent, excellent, excellent film, which yeah. um, some may say is better. Uh, the original is better than the than the remake. Uh, some may say, but will Oscar watch say that? We will find out next week. Uh, Alex, where can people find you if they wanted to get in touch with you and? Tell you that you're wrong about Schindler's List. <laughs> they could find me on alexreveal.com or Twitter, Alex Reveal or Alex Reveal 
various other things. But yeah, <laughs> and, find me on there. You can yell at me, and you can yell at me for being mean about my wife, who puts up with a lot. <laughs> As Steve knows, like she, <laughs> she's a wonderful woman. She, uh, putting, she putting is. Up she is. Hi, Sam. Not many. <laughs> And you can find me at uh, samenightmoviereview.com for any more modern releases and, of course, recaps of Game of Thrones. Ooh, and, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. And you can find us on Twitter at uh, OscarWatchPod. You can find us on Instagram and at the same name. Facebook. We'll get a website soon. Tell your friends. Tell your loved ones. Uh, subscribe. Listen. Save. Do all that good stuff. We will... So this has been... Uh, the episode of Schindler's List here on the Oscar Watch podcast. I am your host, Stephen Buja. That's Alex Riviello. We hey. are talking about The Departed next week. So uh, put on your, uh, get, get your bean town on, folks. Shipping so, up to Boston. <laughs> we're shipping up to Boston. And we will see you. Whoa. And we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. Later. <laughs>